So, folks, on the prior podcast, I mentioned that Russia did have a hand in what happened here and, and mentioned why I thought that, because they had seven meetings with Hamas. The hand gliders were Russian. And now today, we're also learning that there were Russians that were involved in the attack directly. Uh, and here's a, a tweet that kind of exemplifies that. Take a look. This is from a man named Anton Garashenko. And he says that in his tweet, cover, cover, evidence appeared that Russian-speaking instructors within a, the Hamas terrorist organization gave orders and coordinated the actions of mercenaries during the attack on Israel on October 7th of 2023. So you can hear on this video, if you want to look it up on Twixter, which is now X, right? So I call it Twixter. But if you want to look it up, you can. It, again, it's Anton Garashenko, and you can hear the Russians shouting cover, cover in Russian. And you can see them actually going through the walls, the Israeli defense walls going in. So it's not something that was made up, folks. So we're just learning more and more that Russia did have a hand. At the same time, you know, they, they of course, came out and said, you know, let's, let's just have peace, right? Just out of the Russian playbook. They want you to believe that all they want is peace. So, folks, take a look at this, too. So I'm kind of curious to see what people think about this. So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, had this to say. So Ali Velshi, who's with MSNBC, who I really like to watch. I think he's great. Ali Velshi said this about four hours ago. Israeli Energy Minister Katz says, no electrical switch will be turned on, no water hydrant will be opened, and no fuel truck will enter Gaza until the Israeli abductees are returned home. And so AOC came out and said this, this is collective punishment and a violation of international law. Bernie Sanders said the same thing yesterday in a tweet. We cannot starve nearly a million children, she says, to death over the horrific actions of Hamas, whose disregard for Israeli, Palestinian, and human life overall could not be more clear. We must draw a line. So I think this is a rush to judgment. I like AOC very much. I like Bernie Sanders a lot. But I think it's a rush to judgment because, folks, from the Israelis' point of view, and I think you have to look at this from their point of view, Hamas planned this attack for over two years. And you mean to tell me that nobody, none of the peace-loving people that exist in Gaza, Palestinians, None of those peace-loving Palestinians could come forward and say, you know, look, we value peace, we value stability. Hamas is planning an attack. You need to know about it. No, I, I guess not. Nobody came forward. So here we go again. Hamas has taken, I don't know how many hundreds of abductees. They've abducted hundreds of Israelis, threatening to kill them. And here we go again. Nobody seems to know anything over there. None of the peace-loving Palestinians, you mean to tell me, know anything about this? Nobody's seen anything? Nobody knows anything? I mean, this is infuriating. And it would be to us, as Americans, if, if we were confronted with this situation. So if you 
speak peace and you speak about stability and you speak about not having any involvement in what happened as a Palestinian, then if somebody knows something, sees something, they need to come forward and share that information so that we can generate the climate necessary for peace and stability. I mean, otherwise, I, I don't know how you go about rescuing hundreds of people that are taken hostage and could be anywhere in the Gaza Strip, which is, what, the size of D.C., and it's got 2 million people, high-rises, I mean, all of this. I mean, how, how do you otherwise get people if you can't get the population to help you? That would be the best thing to do, right? For somebody to come forward and say, I saw something. We want peace. We want stability. We want this to end, right? I mean, that's, that's what's going on here. So I, I do think that it's a rush to judgment by Bernie Sanders, by AOC, folks, with what's going on. So in switching gears now, in terms of the House of Representatives, I want you to take a look at this. So we've got two candidates, right? So take a look at this. So evidently the knives are out, folks. And the Jim Jordan camp is evidently pushing the narrative that Steve Scalise could be undone by $500,000 steak dinner bills. So the word is out that allies of Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan are trying to sabotage House Majority Leader Steve Scalise's bid to become House Speaker by claiming the Louisiana representative has spent hundreds of thousands of dollars at a D.C. steak restaurant, according to reports. The name of the restaurant was Capitol Grill, and since 2011, he's reportedly spent 500000 half a million dollars on steak. <laughs> All of these supposedly conservatives, right, concerned about taxpayer money and yada, yada, you know, you've heard it. You know the routine. Supposedly concerned. So not only that, but then you've got Steve Scalise, according to the New Republic, uh, He's a man. So Republicans have picked this man, Steve Scalise, who compared himself to David Duke as the next House Speaker. <laughs> Jeez, you can't make it up. You can't. Oh, my gosh. So House Republicans agreed Wednesday to nominate Steve Scalise, as we know, who once reportedly described himself as David Duke without the baggage. And he apologized for it, but back in 2002, he evidently went to some sort of a rally for David Duke, who is, as we know, a KKK white nationalist, you know, all of the above, checks all the boxes. So then you've also got, on the other side of it, you've got Jim Jordan. In this article, he's got his own baggage, folks. So powerful GOP rep Jim Jordan accused of turning blind eye to sexual abuse as Ohio State wrestling coach. I'm just going to give you the... 30,000-foot synopsis of this. This is coming from NBC News. Representative Jim Jordan, a powerful Republican congressman from Ohio, is being accused by former wrestlers he coached more than two decades ago at Ohio State University of failing to stop the team doctor from molesting them and other students. So they looked into this. They found out that, yes, it's true. Jordan, who was the assistant wrestling coach at the university from 1986 to 1994, has repeatedly said he knew nothing about the abuse until former students began speaking out this spring. My God, that's horrific. Three former wrestlers told NBC News that it was common knowledge that Strauss, the team doctor, showered regularly with the students and inappropriately touched them during appointments and said it would have been impossible for Jordan to be unaware. One wrestler said he told Jordan directly about the abuse. 
I mean, it's uh, it's pretty bad, folks. And then when you when you look at what one of the assistants in the wrestling department, one of his Jordan's colleagues, came out and said, he said that Jordan told him to please leave me out of it. He asked me not to get him involved. So when it comes down to helping somebody, truly, truly helping somebody, Jim Jordan didn't want to get involved. And he's supposed to be the man of the day, right? I don't think so. My God, I hope he doesn't make it to speaker. But take a look at this, folks. So I just want to highlight Nancy Mace, who's got her own issues because she voted, along with Matt Gates, to remove Kevin McCarthy. She said this just the other day, so talking about Jim Jordan. And she seems to think that Democrats are going to come and, and, and help Jim Jordan get elected as House Speaker. This is a joke. Uh, individuals who you think maybe could get to 217. Well, I think Jim Jordan is not out of the mix. I've talked to a lot of people who still support him. I've actually talked to Democrats who, who trust him at his word. I, I don't <laughs> think that's out of the realm of possibility. Jim Jordan? I, yes, <laughs> I've talked to Democrats over the last week on who do they trust, even though they wouldn't agree with him on many issues. He is someone The Jim can, Jordan from Ohio? Oh, yes, the Jim Jordan oh, from yes. Ohio. Democrats in Congress? She's yes, they out. can work with him. And those that name I one Democrat to. from Congress that trusts name Jim Jordan. People because off the record, can't. they trust him more than they trust the former Speaker. And no. my private conversations with Democrats, no. I will say that. Um, I will also say that other names that I've heard are Patrick Henry, like you said, and also Tom Cole. Really, what people want is someone that they can trust and who will be true to their word at the end of the day. Okay. Oh my God! Don't give us Jim Jordan. No, no, no. I'd love to know. If a Democrat supports Jim Jordan, we're, we're, the nines are going to be out. I mean, it, seriously, I mean, I don't want to... Who wants to hear of any Democrat supporting Jim Jordan? If any, anybody else, let's, let's hear about anybody else but Jim Jordan. And then, folks, you've got um, Representative McCall said this about what's going on, you know, with the, the timing of what's happened and their need to pick a speaker. It's, it's getting pretty bad, folks. It's a comedy of errors right now on the Republican side. Have a listen to what Representative McCall from Texas said. Just an hour ago. Right now, there's a lot of talk about the action for Israel. Yeah, it's a dangerous uh, game that we're playing. Uh, it uh, just proves our adversaries right that democracy doesn't work. Our adversaries are watching this. Um, and Israel is watching. They need our help. Uh, I have my resolution condemning Hamas, supporting Israel. We can't even vote on that until we put a speaker in the chair. Um, and I'm going to remind my colleagues about how dangerous this is. Uh, Israel's going to need an aid package. I've been having discussions with the White House about that. But if we don't have a speaker, we can't assist Israel in, in this great time of need after this terrorist attack. So I think we're playing with fire, and we need to stop playing games in politics. We need to stop playing games in politics. Folks, it's it's a comedy right now. It's a sad comedy, you know, sort of initiated by Matt Gates. I mean, I, I think that I was learning to tolerate McCarthy, right? I mean, I couldn't stand McCarthy either, but I was learning to tolerate McCarthy. I mean, Jim Jordan, give me a break. We don't nobody wants to see Jim Jordan, folks. Nobody wants to see Jim get the speakership. But we need something because it's it's embarrassing. At this stage, folks, terribly embarrassing.